0: My admiration. What is that which gives me joy?
1: <laughs> Baseball. <laughs>
0: Folks, welcome back to the Pull Hitter Podcast. This is Rob D., the dead pull hitter, coming at you with another NFBC main event. Fab rundown with my man Todd Whitestone from spstreamer.com, who writes a free article over there at the spstreamer.com site, going over the main event, fab bidding, as well as a deep dive into the standings and some individual leagues. It's really cool. If you want to find out about more and the contestants of the main event and um, who's doing well, Todd really recaps it phenomenally um, over there. So check it out for free. Um, we go into some of the trade deadline stuff that happened tonight. It's Monday before the trade deadline, tomorrow on Tuesday. A lot of action today. We discuss some of the trades and what it can mean going forward for some teams. And um, yeah, this is uh, it's a crazy week for baseball, especially fantasy baseball. lot of speculation for players going on this weekend and this week we'll have more of a firm understanding of player roles going forward and it's going to be another weekend of crazy fab so plenty of um websites and podcasts out there that are staying on top of these things as well so if you guys listen to them you know stay on course with that especially during these weeks, because it can get a little crazy sometimes you might miss something um but someone's covering it somewhere so um yeah Get hot. This is the weeks, uh that got to get hot and get focused into your leagues if you want to take home the crown. So, go do it. Alrighty, folks. Welcome back to the Poe Hitter Podcast. This is Rob D., the dead Poe Hitter. I'm here with Todd Whitestone. Todd, what's going on? It's been a crazy day. Um, yeah. Just one of those days where you can't really do get anything done because you're just constantly... <laughs> you know, you got to set your lineups for the day. And if you have a lot of teams, it's a lot of work and right. just, you know, keeping an eye on the news. And then, you know, Monday is always a crazy day anyway, because we might, you know, we usually pod Monday or Tuesday, but on top of that, it's just, just just getting, getting guys out of the lineup, you know, as baseball press or wherever you follow your lineups, you know, announces the lineups and you, you know, you are showing guys around and good thing the NFPC had that search function because, you know, sometimes it's a guy that you have in, Right. You know, on eleven teams, and it's it's such a great help in doing that. But now we have all these crazy trades today. So, yeah, I mean, was your head just spinning all day looking? Yeah, at I wheels? mean,
1: uh, you know, it's hard enough when there's a guy that you don't know if he's going to play or not play in the first part of the week. But then when you add in that a guy could be shifting clubhouses and could he play? Could he, you know, sit for a few days? It really exponentially makes it more difficult to make a decision.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, um Josh Hader goes to the Padres for Taylor Rogers, um, right. Astoria Ruiz, um, Lamette, um, and I believe one other prospects. Um yeah, what do you think yeah. about this deal?
1: So this one was a was a head scratcher for me. Maybe uh others have figured it out but I feel like Hader as the marquee player outweighs the other guys. I know Ruiz is a really fine prospect. He's very fast and he could be a good player. Um, and Rogers, I think, is better than he's pitched lately. But I don't think they envision him as the closer anyway. I think they they want to use Taylor Rogers as a sort of a setup guy um, and let Devin Williams probably close. Um so, but I don't understand. I don't think feel like the Brewers got enough uh, back for this. Even so, um, I, I feel like Hater should be worth more as one of the premier relievers on the market. Um, do you do you feel that way, or do you? Uh, I
0: absolutely feel that way. I mean, they just downgraded their bullpen. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't see unless that... unless Lemet turns into something studly. And and you get two pieces for one, but you know yeah. I don't I don't see it. I don't I like Rogers too. I think he's a capable closer. Um, right. he has been he's for been a while picture. now. Yeah, and he's I think he got a little overworked by Melvin. Right. Um, but he gets stuff done. He gets it done when he has to. Yeah, he's so he's
1: good. I'm not denigrating him at all. I just feel like you know the way that the Brewers can win games in October, Rob, is. Get a lead, even if it's one or two runs, then bring in Williams and Hater and just hold that lead. Yep. So why why do they want to give that up? Maybe if they got something great back, but I, I don't see that they did really.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm I'm a little confused as well. Like, a, a, you know, I I guess Ruiz has to turn into something you know really good as well, but. Right. I don't know. Um, you maybe. know, he, the transition to the MLB has been definitely, I mean, he, he rose up a lot of ranks so quickly. So maybe the yeah. MLB is not ready for it, but he doesn't hit the ball that hard and his speed. Um, I don't know. He, just, it looks like a lot of guys. Um, I've heard it discussed on a couple of podcasts and seen it discussed on Twitter, but you know, a lot of the triple a, double a steel numbers, um, have been benefiting from you know right. the the pitch clock and, and pitchers having to worry about getting rid of the ball on time and rather than holding a runner on. So, right. um, but yeah, I don't know, I didn't feel like it was enough either. But good, good, I think it was good work by Preller. Um, I think this is you know, you go big or go home, you know, and um, home
1: for, for sure, I, I yeah. agree with that. Um, it's awesome. I did, the only thing I, I'll add in, which is totally. Uh, without real inside knowledge is, you know, we did hear the rumors about Hayter over the last couple of years that they were thinking about trading him. So there was I, there was something bothering them about Hayter for some reason, because otherwise, why would you really be thinking about that? Um, so maybe he was a guy that didn't fit in as well, or I don't know, there's got to be something there because it just seemed like he was being discussed way more than it should have been.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not privy to any of that sure, that, sure. that stuff, but um, I don't know. I just think that they didn't get enough, like you said. Um, but yeah, well, you know, if they could uh, if they could find a way to fix Lamet, um, and maybe, you know, um, tune up Rogers a little bit. They got they got a good. They got good pitching analytics there, so I'm sure they'll get the best out of them, but right. I don't I don't think it adds up to a Josh Hader. Um uh, Trey Mancini got moved um yep. to the Astros uh, yep. in a three-way deal that the Rays got Jose Siri in. Um and the Orioles got a couple of pitchers. So this is pretty interesting for the Astros, gives them a little depth at the, you know, at first when Yuli needed a day off, and also he could play the outfield, so you could, uh, you know, pony over, um, Jordan to more DH time, you know, yeah. as well as the Wedmuth Diaz flying all around the field wherever they need him, and um, yeah, I, I like this. This is a, I think, a good ad by the Astros. Um, right.
1: Right. Little what surprising to see about... the Rays
0: just get Siri too, and and then DFA Brett Phillips. I don't really think they're that different of a player, so right,
1: right, right. Yeah, I'm not... That
0: was that was kind of odd, um, but maybe they think they'll just get Phillips back um, somehow over the I don't know. The yeah, I'm the not game.
1: sure he's going to be picked up by another team, but um, but yeah, for the Astros, who do you think is going to get more first base playing time, Guriel or Mancini? You think- I don't.
0: I don't know the defensive metrics, uh, so I can't answer on that ledge. But I think that I think that you'll, I think you'll get more of Yuli because I think Mancini. I think will pop around the field, right? And and
1: he could play the outfield. He's not his not his best position, but yeah,
0: it's not his best. But I I I don't think they need him there. Um, you know, every day. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, Yuli's
1: had a bad year, though,
0: right? Um, yeah, I mean, he hasn't been what he's normally been, you know. Hasn't stopped them from playing him a lot, and even bat, you know, batting high in the lineup. So, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I think it's um a drastic move, probably to just completely half like Yuli's PT. Right. Um, right. But yeah, I don't know. I think between. Maybe alternating Alvarez and Mancini in the outfield um, and at the H um, right. and Yuli too. I think that, you know, I think Yuli and Mancini will probably play the pretty, pretty close to the same amount, you know. Okay, that's, that could be. Yeah, that could that's be what H- I'm guessing.
1: I was just thinking about how that was going to work out. It's not like a lefty righty thing where they have a natural platoon, you know. Right. So, um, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they work it. They may start out with Mancini getting five days a week, but three in the outfield and two at first base.
0: Yeah, could be something like that. Yeah. I think yeah. so.
1: I still um, think he's a professional hitter. He's a good hitter. Um, I think in 15s, he's worth holding, um, especially in a better lineup and wait and see how they deploy him.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think when you have uh you know a solid player um like that, um, you know, you maybe you're a little unsure of the playing time, it's always best to just wait it out, I guess, first, you know. Yeah, and yeah. Give it a week and two at weeks least, and see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um you know, the it's I mean, Mancini's solid, but he hasn't been spectacular as well. Oh, you know, no, he's just so, a good
1: professional
0: hitter. Right, he right.
1: Hits for a decent average. Some Absolutely.
0: Home on top. Yep. Um, yep. So- and I think, um, you know, uh, so you see is he a big pole guy, uh, this year. He he is.
1: Yeah. I think the Crawford boxes will help him a little. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> um, they move out the fence and he actually increases his pull percentage this year <laughs> by 7%. So if he keeps that, um, yeah, you he know, you should
1: get a fair number of homers at home. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That's a solid, uh, should check to see if he's got good. Because
1: uh, Yuli is more of he's been more of a contact batting average guy.
0: Yeah, yep, that's his profile. I think he's best at that, and I think the I think the pop comes for him. You know, um, you know, just by getting good barrel on a like a nice line drive ball. You know, I don't think right. he looks to uh, get a whole bunch of power there, but. Yeah, uh, I think it's a good ad for the Astros that they got. Um, and then they also they also traded for Christian Vasquez. Um, yes,
1: they did that who, one. I think they needed more because, uh, well, Maldonado is probably having a better good year by his standards, but but uh, Vasquez I think is a upgrade, especially offensively.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, Martín Maldonado has been. He's had a pretty good, like, six, seven weeks, probably the best of his, you know, career hitting.
1: Right, um, right. So,
0: you know, a lot of, you know, guys who maybe have him as a second catcher locked into, you know, PT. Um, it's definitely a big switch for teams who have him, even though he's not, you know, the best. Uh, it's a big difference when you you lose, like, a second catcher that you kind of can rely on, you know, a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yep. Um. What else do we have here for uh, your Yankees? Pretty much loaded up, Todd. So they're at the point too where right now, if they don't win, it's a big disappointment.
1: Oh, cut it out!
0: Big disappointment. You don't think so? Right the now, next, if the, the you're telling me, win. you're telling me, if the Yankees don't win the World Series, it's not a huge disappointment.
1: That's the every year I would say that, not just this year. This year, 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 especially,
0: they pushed the chips in. They 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 traded a lot of decent prospect, more than decent um they made a lot of moves this is the old way this is the old yankee way right they were like okay what do we need and we'll trade for it we'll sign what? it this is this is the old yankee way of pushing all the chips they're in they're
1: not so. uh, they didn't go for the high premium talent like signing trevor story at the beginning of the season or you know and they haven't signed montas to a long-term deal they're not doing that but, yeah, they are making moves, which is good. I mean they I got the good.
0: best record in the league. They got the MVP all World judge they 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 are supposed to win now,
1: well I think the Mets are supposed to win,
0: too. Well, the Mets won the trade deadline anyway because they got the best pitcher in baseball back. But that's that's something different.
1: Oh, you guys we're not supposed to win game. right
0: now. We're not we're not the clear cut best team. You know, you're downplaying it.
1: I think do anyway. No. Uh, I, think,
0: yeah, I think I think you're doing the old Yankee thing where it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> no, no you know, we have this absurd payroll. We're not supposed to win all the time. It doesn't happen like that, no, but this is a lot of pressure, Todd. A I'm lot of pressure. i be
1: very disappointed if they don't win. Believe me. Believe me. Um, <laughs> I think they made some good moves. Montas. they needed. Severino's now in the 60-day IL, if you saw that.
0: Yeah, that stinks.
1: He's not back till mid-September. I might have to drop him in a couple leagues, which is disappointing. Um but and they got a couple relievers. I'm not never was high on Lou Trevino myself. Um, you know, I don't know if maybe the A said you if you want Montes, you got to take Trevino, <laughs> but um, uh, but anyway, they got Efros, who's a nice, nice arm, and I think uh, they needed bullpen help too, as I you and I discussed last week. I think, yeah, um, so you know, they're doing the, the right things, they're not letting it linger. and they might do something else, maybe not a big splash, but they might
0: mean something else. Todd, Jesus yes. Christ, how many moves do you want to make?
1: Maybe one more. Oh
0: one my one more. god, you greedy Yankee fans! I tell you, man,
1: hey, you got go it. Go unbelievable,
0: unbelievable. We got some set of balls. <laughs>
1: you're funny buddy we'll see we'll see i just like
0: to boss yeah i I just like to make fun because it is i mean honestly though and i'm being serious they have the best record in the league right now the pressure is on them to win because it's been a long how long has it been it's been a long in yankee years oh nine oh nine oh nine but in yankee years that's not 13 years that's like 78
1: there are 14 year old kids that have never seen the yankees win
0: oh good good for them
1: no no 12 years 12 year old
0: they get to experience real life (laughs) (laughs) and not a rosy upbringing like all the spoiled posada guys yeah
1: my Uh, son my last son lives out in seattle and they they haven't been to the playoffs since 2001 so yeah um, you know i mean that's that's more real you know um but look i think uh i think they got a they got a great shot i mean I'd rather be 69 and 34 than where some of these other disappointing teams are for sure. Um, They can sort of tool up and uh, take it easy. Hopefully that'll work as they go down the stretch.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Anyway. uh, And then you said Tommy Pham is on his way to Boston.
0: Tommy Pham is on his way to Boston. This is a very interesting move. Um, Yeah. Didn't, didn't get him out of my lineup in time either which was horrible. Oh dear. Oh dear. I I I, would, I mean, I was trying to be a little cautious of some guys, you know, who might have gotten, you know, looking to get traded. Like, you know, early in the day when I set my teams, I, I didn't have Mancini in there just, you know, just in case, you know, you lose a game or two. It's not really the best play. Fam was another guy I had where I didn't put him, him, him in on all my lineups that I had in him. So I kept him out, but where he yeah. was like pretty much the clear-cut best option, you know, or where – you know, I have like Anthony Alford only available uh, to put in a lineup. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when you have the team where he's he, he just the only guy in there. So, um, but yeah, so this is pretty interesting. I I, I don't know what the, I know Hayan Bloom, I just saw something on Twitter. You know, he had a little, uh some uh, snapshot of some of uh, an article in which he, you know, said that Tommy Fan was always one of the, the best players that they had um, in right, both right, like right. skill and both like energy and things he brought into yeah. the team, which is funny because he's supposed to be this bad person, you know? So, yeah.
1: I mean, he has a bad rep. I mean, maybe you don't want him in your fantasy football league, but. um,
0: So he went to a strip club and got stabbed. I mean, so well, what's the. True. Twice. Um, he
1: didn't get stabbed twice.
0: He got stabbed and then he slapped, he slapped. I'm one over, uh, uh, you know, a fantasy rule. So I mean, yeah, people have done a lot worse out there in the world, you know. He's, but, uh...
1: He's, uh, <laughs> let's just say he's hot-headed. Let's let's just leave it at that. But um, <laughs> I think the Reds are at least doing the right thing, Rob. They're at least trying to make some moves and you know get clear clear payroll and stuff. But you know, like as opposed to the Colorado Rockies,
0: will just t- hit a three-run homer. Sorry. Who's that? Rizzo. Rizzo, beautiful. See? It's written in the stars, Todd.
1: All right, well, then there's no turning us back now. Um, That's it. But uh, but the Rockies, explain this to me about the Rockies, right? They signed Daniel Bard to a two-year extension, right? Because he's too valuable to give up. And then didn't they, I think they also said that Anthony Sensatella, they were they refused to trade, right? Hmm. So why would you can't trade Anthony Sensatella because he's too much of a linchpin, right?
0: I don't know. I think that uh, I get it. You know, I get that they should probably try to trade something for these guys. But I, you know, I've I've heard it discussed a lot that it's hard for the Rockies to sign pitchers because no one wants to go there. So when you have someone who's used to pitching there, you know, maybe it's just not worth giving up, you know? Um, So, and like, what are you going to get back for him anyway? You know? Um, So
1: I don't know. I think that gets a little overblown.
0: And even the Bard thing, I think it's a little overblown. So what? They don't want to trade him. I mean, who cares? You know, they like him. They like, they, it's a mutual love. He wants to be there. (laughs) You know, I get it. It's you know, hey, we'll we'll get a couple of prospects and we'll sign you back. But maybe he just doesn't want to go to another team.
1: I I, I fully agree with that. And I if they didn't trade him, I still would be okay with it. Yeah. But I just say, why are they taking all these things off the table? That's my question.
0: It's yeah,
1: not, it's not like uh, that. Anybody was knocking down the door to to get either of these guys, probably. But um, it's just that they're they seem so happy with the status quo. You know. And then they go out and they sign a veteran, you know, and they block a couple of their youngsters. It's just, I just don't think they have a real basic plan. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. We, I think I think we clearly know that they don't have
1: yeah, a plan. Yeah. And,
0: and and, I'm definitely agreeing with you on that. But I think that the Bard thing gets overblown. That's just well, my that opinion. Fine. It, yeah. it,
1: and I, I agree with you. If they just held on to Bard, I would be fine. I just don't think they want to necessarily build around them. That's
0: all. Right, right, for sure.
1: But anyway, that's 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 off the the, the beaten path.
0: Austin um, Riley got signed for two hundred mil for ten years. That's
1: that seems like a smart move to me.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, he, he he just uh, he took he took a path to where he is now, where he had a great start to his his MLB uh, life, and then he got into a huge slump right in his rookie year. Ended it. Um, on a bad note, we kind of wondered if he was gonna be able to, you know, um become anything, uh, more than a power hitter. And every it seems like every year or even every like month he just makes an adjustment to become better. It's pretty yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um he's now.
1: he's a great hitter, he's He's just smoking the ball now, and I yeah, get, yeah, he's I gonna get, be.
0: We have a new Chipper Jones as Mets fans, you know, to just watch this guy just destroy us for the next ten years, you know.
1: Well, it's not just the Mets. I think he'll be hitting everybody, but
0: right, it's, yes, it's,
1: it's just that he uh, he seems like he works hard at it, and he it's not like he's been just this phenom prospect from day one. He's been like steadily ascending, like you said, and uh, you gotta like guys like that and. The Braves are smart. He's he, he's only going to cost more in two years than he is today.
0: Yep. Totally agree. Um, White Sox got Jake Deakman. Man. That's interesting. interesting. Deakman, huh? In exchange for Reese McGuire. So Reese McGuire, I guess, will go and start from Boston. Uh, I guess they – I thought it was going to be uh, Ploweki season, but I guess not um, – so yeah um let me ask you something too about the guys the Yankees gave away We, you know they have some pretty good arms that they um the with Niski, um yeah. Se- Sears um
1: yeah they didn't trade their top top prospects but they Sears was good Medina uh, I, too I was, got
0: but I, Luis Medina is traded Medina, also. Yeah,
1: he's always had command problems according to uh, James Anderson um, but he's he's good, and uh, they ha- gave up um, Sears, who I think has potential. Um, so they didn't. It wasn't like they, they gave up nothing, you know. Um, uh, they they tend to hold on to their top prospects, but they will trade their you know uh, number eight through number fifteen guys, um, and I think that's smart because if they sign one or two free agents, they're always going to be blocking those guys anyway.
0: Yeah. Yep, um, Emmanuel Rivera got traded to uh, from the Royals to the Diamondbacks. The Luke Weaver,
1: Luke Weaver.
0: This is interesting. I wonder if he if they're going to continue him on this reliever path that the Diamondbacks had him yeah. on, or they're going to try to put him back into the starting lineup. I've been advocating for him to become the closer of the Diamondbacks. So
1: yeah, well, I don't think that he's going to go into the starting rotation, obviously this year, but. They might try it next year, spring training, see if he can work. I always sort of liked him. Um, He showed flashes. What was it, Rob? Maybe 2019 or something. He was he had a few uh, good stretches. So I always thought he was pretty good, but um, he hasn't shown it the last couple of years for sure.
0: Yep, yep, that's for sure. So I think we hit on yeah. Those are the main one.
1: Those are the main one so far, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you think um what what do you think is the is, is the splashiest move to come? Um what's the what's the percentage chance though will get traded? Give me a number.
1: it's like uh one out of three.
0: Okay. All right. I don't
1: think I don't think they're gonna be like desperate and I don't know if they've gotten anything close to being bowled over by anybody. But, uh, you know, the Padres, maybe the Padres, now that they uh, got Hater, maybe they're just going to, like, empty the tank and just uh, go for it. Um, But I I would say one out of three. What would you say?
0: Yeah, um, I think that's a good number. I think I I was going to say anywhere from, like, 30 to 50 percent.
1: Right. You know,
0: I think the... um, I think they're going to have to get wowed, obviously. I just don't know, you know, what would you prefer? Would you prefer, like, guys in the majors now or a mix of both? You know, like –
1: I think, uh, yeah, a mix of young players that are major league, uh, have at least some experience.
0: Like, would you take C.J. Abrams, Mackenzie Gore, and Robert Hassel, and, you know, uh, who knows, like, uh, another, you know – well, that could prospect. be the beginning. That wouldn't be enough to me. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but like, yeah. are those two guys good yeah, enough? I and... mean,
1: Hassel, from what I know, is is a really good prospect. So I think he could be. Definitely... Well, what about
0: the major league guys? Like, what about Gore and Abrams? Are they enough for you to start? No,
1: not no. for Soto. No.
0: No. Okay. Um,
1: I think it's got to be something more. I don't know. I don't know who necessarily who's uh, who's in their outfield currently. Grisham and.
0: Who else? Um, oh <laughs> Omar Mazzara. No, 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 no. <laughs> no That's it. Work. They just got to give him Mazzara. Um, that works. Um, it's you know it's Profar, Mazzara, and uh, Grisham, and uh, yeah. you know they got Tatis coming back. Will Myers, I think, got activated today. Right. Um, so he'll be back. But um, maybe know.
1: Profar. Profar is playing well. Maybe they would ask for him to in addition. Um, nah he's
0: old is he 29 30
1: nah. so i mean you'd rather have grisham who's been he's last two years he's really been disappointing
0: yeah i'd rather have none of those guys honestly. Of i'd rather yeah, i'd rather yeah. stay with abram i think Gore i think that's and, what the and,
1: nationals and, are gonna say they're gonna yeah. say you got to give me something else and I don't know if they have it. You well, know, then who
0: who has who has you know major league? Really, only the Cardinals have major league like attractive guys. If you're saying you're not going to take prospects, not or, solely
1: prospects, not solely. Yeah, um, I mean the Dodgers could always do it. Um, but, but I mean I,
0: Abrams and Gore are like fresh off of being really high prospects, and they're still young in their careers. That,
1: but Gore isn't he hurt right now?
0: Um. Yeah, I, I don't know what his status is, but you know, just even C.J. Abrams, though, like he he's just a top prospect. He's got you know, not even two hundred at bats in the majors. He, he's like a complete pass for you. Like I I mean, as, he's
1: just so he's so young that he the range of outcomes is so wide on him. Um, I think he's got potential, but as yeah. the linchpin of a Soto deal, I just don't see it. I mean, I think you need. I'm trying to think of a guy around major league baseball that you'd say that's the kind of guy that you need to part with like a good young player that's um you know ascending
0: but what about the cardinals what about like Yepes Gorman those guys Yeah
1: like Gorman Gorman that, that, that's a good that's a good one so Gorman is ascending he's young you know he he you know sh- showing a lot of signs i mean that's the kind of guy that you need to uh, gi- give up. In so, my
0: opinion, so you have Gorman uh, for the future ranked I he like he's going to be way better than TJ Abrams. It sounds like it.
1: Well, I just see Abrams as like a really wide range. Rob, right. like Abrams could steal fifty bases if everything breaks right, but he's he's a much. He could also not really ever really develop his hit tool, in which case you got almost nothing. Um, okay, but Fair th- enough. that. I want I want more certainty if I'm giving up Soto than, than just a wild card um, that's me but you know nationals may not agree with me I just uh, I just tell you, I look at it this way Rob if they wait till after the season right every team that sort of or not every team but 25 teams think they could have a chance the following year whereas now there's some teams that are like forget it. So So they would have more teams involved theoretically if this was the offseason. Do you think so?: I think so. I think you,
0: you I don't think so. I think more teams are in the race now that there's some teams that may have a willingness to make a move and get Monsoto and try I to mean, make the playoffs and
1: like the Red Sox, the Red Sox are theoretically in the race, but they're not trading for anybody like that. Um, the Baltimore Orioles aren't trading for anybody like that. They're only a couple of games out of the wild card. Why not? Um, why not? They're giving away players. They're giving away Mancini. They're, um, you know, I think that they still think they're too. Yeah, years but Mancini
0: just not part of the future anyway. Like, what if you can oh, give right, w- right? But I what think if you give Gunnar they- Henderson and Grayson Rodriguez and get Juan yeah, and make years, the playoffs in this two year? Two
1: years. I think the Orioles feel like in two years they're going to be right up there, and they may be right, but they don't want to like go for Soto now and and give everything away.
0: I know, but I'm just thinking that there's more teams in the playoff race that have a chance to get this guy who would make them a threat in the playoff. Uh,
1: yeah, but they don't want to be a threat. I mean, I don't think the Orioles. Well, are, what do you
0: mean they don't want to be a threat? Those, they those don't teams they want, want to. They, you don't want to. Isn't that the goal of a Major League team? Go for their
1: window. They don't want to. the playoffs
0: threat. and be a threat? I mean, no, what are we playing no. for?
1: They're <laughs> playing for
0: 2024.
1: I don't the know. Orioles specifically.
0: I'm just yeah. saying, though, know, in general, why is it so far-fetched like, for a team now who's in the playoffs? You're saying more teams will be involved in the offseason. I'm saying that there's more teams who are tasting the playoffs who would at least make an attempt. The Orioles in the offseason are not going to, right? But right now, like, why not try to right. get a guy who can – what if they make a run? Your, 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 your whole fan base changes. Your whole direction of your organization changes just by getting a guy get into the playoffs and you still have him for two years. I don't know. I just think it's, it's more teams will want to have a taste of him now while they're in the thick of things.
1: Okay. I I could see, I could see uh, both sides of that, but I I still, I would still stand by that unless they get bowled over, I don't think they have any trouble waiting. I don't think they have any trouble waiting. I don't think they feel any urgency yet. Maybe in the off season or certainly by the middle of next year, but Yeah. I, I don't think they're gonna be pushed like, okay, this is pretty good, so let's do it. I think they're no. gonna be like, We wanna get something great.
0: Well, they should. They should wanna get something great, but oh, right, you know, right. I think every day he plays where he doesn't want to be there and they don't want him there and there's yeah. a chance for an injury, it's just lessens their opportunity window.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah.
0: So I just think in the off season it would be I don't know. I just feel like right now, if I'm a team and I'm sniffing the playoffs or even kind of in it and I have a chance to get him and add him and and then have him for another year, I'm I'm in on it. And if I was the Orioles, I know they're probably building like a, a raise type, you know, analytical approach. But if I'm the Orioles, honestly, I would give those guys up and get Soto, plug them into this lineup. If by chance you make the playoffs, you make a little noise, everything changes. Badly changed it. Now you're adding Juan Soto. You got to add a couple of pitches into the mix in the future, and you're good. You're good to go. But So it you know, you
1: sounds like you think it's more than a one out of three chance, buddy.
0: Um, Not really. I think the Orioles have the – I'm just thinking about the package available plus the opportunity window to get into the playoffs and build, like, a nice young team. I think the Mariners should probably make an offer, right? Um, yeah. I think you got the Dodgers. Who you know would probably make an offer. They can always make an. Offer. They can always make an offer, but I think they they don't have any major league ready guys that they're gonna, you know, like uh major league guys. They're just gonna that's just an all prospect package. You know, I see Cartaya and Bobby Miller. That's you know that's what I keep seeing Dodger fans recommend, but they're not <laughs> gonna trade any of their major like. There's well, nobody on the to, team they're gonna, now.
1: They're gonna have to give up at least like a uh, semi disappointing guy like Gavin Lux, or uh, you know, um, that
0: maybe, doesn't do it though for me.
1: No, no, as part of a, a yeah, whole yeah. group, yeah, as a part of a group, I'm talking about they can't just say, Well, here's some prospects, right? Um,
0: no, absolutely, uh, they're unless they're the like, top prospects in the you know, in baseball. I think that you'd have to have so a Miguel lot of Miguel
1: Vargas, it. like their best prospect is Vargas, I think,
0: yeah, he, yep, him too. He's
1: included then maybe they can lighten up on the major league talent. But I still think they're going to have to give him somebody, like even uh, Trace Thompson, who's played well in limited action. Uh, Edwin Rios. Trace um,
0: Thompson, he's so weird. He got picked up a, a lot in this week. He had a nice, good stretch, and then he doesn't play the last two games out of nowhere. You know, yeah. they're going with James Outman. It's just, uh, they're strange. Uh, it didn't seem like he warranted any, uh, you know, um, anything on them to be sat, but uh, I guess they see something that we don't see. I don't know.
1: Who knows? Who yeah. knows?
0: Yeah. So let's see what happens with uh, Soda. But let's get into the Fab article this week. Um sure. it, it was an interesting uh, week. Uh, There's a lot of wasted money spent already on <laughs> some players. Yeah, yeah. I picked players. up uh, yeah. Luis,
1: Luis Garcia <laughs> a couple of places. That, that doesn't seem to be too intelligent.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but... But uh, you know, we, we didn't know what we know now, I suppose. But um, let's drop down to the uh, FAB section, just scrolling down. So the top guys picked up, as you probably saw, uh, were Luis Garcia San Diego, uh, Jake McCarthy of uh, Arizona, Pete Fairbanks, Tampa Bay closers. I'm not big on that approach, but anyway. Um, and then uh, Jonathan Hernandez was the number four guy for Texas. Uh, did you get any of those four guys?
0: Um, I got McCarthy in both of my mains um, okay. for eighteen bucks and fourteen bucks. so uh-huh. I'm pretty happy. It was right around the um it was right around the average bid for him. So um, yeah, I'm excited. Um, maybe just get some you know power speed, um, one league. Um, I don't really need, need a speed, but I can maintain a lead up at the top. So, um, I more so needed an outfield at the time. Um, my other main, I definitely need speed. So, um, I'm hoping that he'll give me a nice, uh, nice little boost there. Um, you know, kind of monitoring that playing time with him and that whole team in general. And once you, once you saw him get a little action versus lefties too, it was, uh, it's good enough for me to, you know, take a chance on the skills. He's definitely hitting the ball on the ground a little more okay. since his recent call up. So, um, you know, that's not going to help his power output, but I'm trying to play to the speed a little bit, too. But I like it. I like the little combination power sure. speed. I did not take a shot on Luis Garcia. I actually got Robert Suarez in one of my main events. I oh, kind of okay. I went that route of uh, not even trying for Garcia and just trying to sneak in Suarez in case he came back. Um, He's due back to fifth um before he got hurt he was kind of settling in as you know way better than when he started his season and he even picked up a save um one night where tyler rogers taylor rogers wasn't available before he got hurt so um i was kind of hoping i, I was kind of speculating on that that it wasn't gonna be garcia um okay for, that's good yeah but um either way that's a you know it was only three bucks, and but that's a waste of money and uh just <laughs> as well. Um, Fairbanks, no. I um, you know, definitely wasn't gonna play that game with the Rays. Um, they definitely have shown a tendency to use a guy for a stretch, you know. Um it, it was Kit Ridge last year, it was Diego Castillo in the first half of la- you know, last year. Yeah, and
1: they have done that. I agree with you. Yes, they
0: have that they have gone stretches where, you know half of a season there's one guy that you know goes on a good run but um and it it could be Fairbanks who knows this this could be a really solid scoop but um you know they I think they mix and match as uh you know too much um Jonathan Hernandez I did not get anywhere either um I just not really sold on him being the guy he's only four innings out of you know coming back and Um, I still think LeClerc's stuff plays up a lot better and I kind of think that it either goes back to Barlow or at some point they give LeClerc a shot, but that's not rooted in uh, much of me just thinking that, (laughs) just just looking at the pitch movement too, like LeClerc looks like he's back to his old self already and um, I feel like if he could just, you know, um, get a little, get a uh, boost up the zone percentage, first pitch strikes, just stuff like that, that he'll, He'll you know, he'll get moved back into that role. But um so okay. didn't didn't go for Jonathan Hernandez either. We did
1: get Hernandez in a couple of places, so um I'm hoping that he can hold on for a little bit at least and get a few saves.
0: Judge um, just hit another one.
1: Oh my god, the guy is unbelievable. Tanya uh, Todd, but...
0: big let up if you don't win this year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're, funny. You're funny. The Mets have the bases loaded, buddy.
0: Lou Trevino, by the way, is, is 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 gonna be the New Yankee closer. <laughs> oh man. So, I, so what's your what's
1: your assessment of Patrick Corbin as a as an Ace starter right now? Patrick just, Corbin?
0: Yeah. He's uh, got I a mean 6, he
1: six point five ERA.
0: He's a stud. <laughs> <laughs> uh I mean it, uh, he, he's the kind of guy where like uh, he just gives you enough of a taste of a game <laughs> where you're like, oh wow, you know the velocity is up, and he threw this pitch this much, and it looked good, and you know, and um, it's so funny too because um, in the projections for the week, you know, yeah. uh, like Raz Ball and the Bat X by Derek Hardy, like you know, um, the Bat still really likes him. You know, he still comes out strong, and every week where <laughs> picking up guys or starting guys on my on my draft champions team, there goes, Marte, baby, nice, knock in two. Oh, maybe not. Nito got thrown out in the plate. Looks like he just broke his leg as well.
1: Oh no! Nope.
0: Yeah, catchers shouldn't slide, you know.
1: Yeah, and what is this business with uh putting like catchers and uh, out in the out in the outfield? Like, did you see Melendez, uh, the catcher for Kansas City? They put him in right field. And he yeah. almost killed—he killed himself running into the fence the other day. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's just like you know. I mean, these are supposed to be prized prospects. I don't get it. Um, yeah, I—I
0: don't, I, I don't know. I don't. I—I I, I guess they're just trying to keep the keep them up, keep them keep them around, like for... in the
1: in the game. I know they want to play them in, in lineup, but why don't you just let them DH or something? But anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so, but did so you get a, um? So you got Jonathan Jonathan Hernandez. Hernandez. Yeah, so you picked up him, Luis Garcia, in the same league.
1: Oh no, those are two different leagues,
0: separate leagues. Okay, how much yeah, yeah. did you spend on them?
1: All right, I can tell you. I can tell you. Uh, just interested in the main events, maybe. Um, so let's see. I got um in the main events. We actually uh, the guy we picked up consistently was heimer candelario uh because we could use a corner guy and we thought he was actually starting to play well um so we got him and then i got in the auction league i got garcia for 10 bucks okay Um, so i didn't spend a lot on him or hernandez i got in a couple of uh 12 team leagues so i didn't spend much on any of them but um we just felt like uh, that was the best move for us. Um, nice. So I can, I can li- list some of the other guys that were the wide pickups, Rob. They were Paul DeYoung. Through, yeah,
0: Paul uh, DeYoung is back.
1: He's back and hitting homers. So
0: yeah.
1: is, this, is that going to hold? or I, I don't know. Um,
0: I mean, he had a 117 WRC plus in Triple A <laughs> as a 30-year-old guy. A 28, sorry. Um, you know, 249 in triple A while he was down there, uh, 17 homers, 23 percent strikeout rate, 119 WRC plus. So I mean right. uh, let's see if he did he pulled the ball 52% of the time. So he's always been a pole hitter. So um I don't know, so you know. Maybe I, he's straightened himself
1: uh, out. Maybe he himself out, you know. Um
0: yeah, I guess so. I mean, you would hope he would do even better at Having so much,
1: you
0: yeah. know, major league success as a 30 home run hitter in the major league, you know, he probably should have crushed Triple A even more than that. But you know, I think, um, you know, if you're if if you're star for pop up the middle, it's, it's definitely not bad to take a shot. Um, I think this is sure. I think this is more gonna work out for, um, you know, guys and uh, who have him in draft champions as you know as a. I think he was a popular like you know. Uh, ADP four hundred pick uh, up the middle power. You know you need to uh, yeah, yeah. you need a backup shortstop. You need a third shortstop. You need some power. He was a guy I, I scooped up on on multiple teams for that reason. So I think he's gonna make his best uh, value for those draft and hold leagues and fab leagues. Right, I think right. he's gonna be. I think he's just gonna end up being you know fabbed a lot. I think he's going to yeah, be picked yeah, up and deep. dropped for a lot of like specific right. half weeks against teams in a good park where he might hit right. some homers because, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. I know Edmund bats, his stats are a lot better as a non-shortstop. And I don't know if yeah. they're paying attention to that, but if they're super into analytics as they are, I'm sure they are looking at that. But um, so is he going to play every day, the arm too, which I don't really think he will, honestly.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, unless he's got regular playing time, he's just not – he doesn't give a lot of batting average, so you need the pop to really help you. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Now, there were three starting pitchers that were p- picked up, Bailey Falter, Jansen Junk, and oh, – I love that name, by the way.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great pitch. And
1: Matt, Matt Manning, back from injury, um, did you go for any of those three starters –
0: I got Falter in um, one main and in my auction league. Okay. Um Yes. Okay. I uh, love the schedule um, going out for the rest of the season if it lines up for him that way. Um, I know there's some talks about them trying to upgrade their pitching staff um, no, and that might no. interfere with maybe if he stays in a rotation, but uh, I think he's pitched well enough to show them that he should get at least a shot to stay in there And um, I think yeah. they have other Needs for sure but um, Yeah Just he's been pitching well Really yeah he's been pitching Really well overall you know and His last stint and I think that um, Got good control Not really like an overpowering pitcher but great Control and um, I think he You know like I said The line, the rest of the season Schedule lined up for him Almost in like a Ranger Suarez type Of way like last year so I'm just hoping for, um, I picked that up on, uh, the draft champion podcast, Mr. Zach Waxman pointed that out. So Uh of course, and then Zach was on top of the, uh, bid list for him here for 22 bucks (laughs) and 14 bucks. I'm listening, Zach, I'm listening. Um, but yeah, so I picked him up for seven bucks. Um, I dropped the Ross stripling because I don't know why he keeps getting pulled after four. Yeah, and
1: that, I, I dropped him in few, several places also. Yeah, I was yeah. disappointed. Yep. Uh, the first sign of trouble, they're just pulling him out. Um, yeah, it's
0: really odd. And he, he's had a couple of dips in velo in that fourth, you know, fifth innings of games. So, um, yeah, it's just... Uh, Moving on, moving on. You gotta keep moving, gotta keep moving. But uh, um, and and I had I had Matt Manning in um a lot of conditional bids. I didn't get him anywhere. He wasn't right. um he wasn't up at the top of my list. Um right. but he was there, he was there. Um probably should have been a little more aggressive on him. I guess I'm just a little hesitant because of the continuous, you know, worries about the arm and like how right. much are they really gonna want to, you know, let him pitch. For the rest of the season, but I yeah. did like him preseason. I got him in some draft champions and I picked him up in some main events and right early in the season. So I like what he can do. I definitely think with the different pitch mix that he tried in spring training that and in the minors that, that he'll have some good success going forward. I just didn't uh I didn't get it this week. Um, but um and who else? Uh no Jansen junk. Um no yeah. Jake Fraley either. Jake Fraley is interesting because of the power speed combo he gets on base. And, but I just, even, I guess now that fam's out of the way, he might have access to some more PT. But um, right. he's a guy that usually gets sat versus lefties. But, you know, they might have versus, to
1: play him. I mean, there's no Tyler Naquin has gone to your Mets also.
0: Yep. Um, yep. Which is the so I, I like that deal. I I, I like the sneaky little trade for them. I thought, um, that he brings some good, you know, good pop and uh, verse. Yeah, yeah he's a good,
1: lefty bat. a good lefty bat.
0: Yeah, we need that lefty uh kind of power threat because Dom Smith's a bum. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so got faltered in a couple of weeks and uh, pretty happy about that. Junk, I like his um stuff, it's not overpowering, but. Um, right. pop, popped on a couple of pitching models on Enos, even though you know, right. not and a lot of pitches thrown. He
1: gets Oakland this week, and he gets
0: Oakland. Yep, yep. So, um, definitely keeping tabs on him for sure. Um, right,
1: right, right,
0: I know and a lot of other- uh, I know a lot of guys that you know are not really drawn to the non two start weeks because you know they go to uh, six man rotation. So the right. Angels, right. but uh, and uh, Scott E. Frost, um, right. He- I got now him in 7.3. <laughs> <That, got him. laughs> oh, I'm
1: sorry. Now he's a Yankee, uh, probably middle innings guy. Um, so I don't know that he's going to have a lot of fantasy value, but um, he might help the Yankees uh, as as a part of the relief corps. But uh, those are the top 10 in terms of ads. Yep. And the wow bid, uh, Rob, was Salvador Perez, who was available in 10, 10 uh, main event leagues. And one of the leagues, he went for 277, Um, So that was uh, enough to be the highest bid of the week. And four of the bids that won him were over $200. So there are some main event owners that had money, or had fab dollars anyway. And then um, there were six others over $100 to get his services as well.
0: I'm pretty mad because last week, um, he was available in one of my mains. And- uh uh-huh i i lost him 18 to 14 or 18 to 12 and i guess i'm just so mad at myself for not being a little more aggressive last week because i thought like i didn't try you know uh i was definitely on it and and i was thinking about it and i should have i should have went more like a no excuse you know it's um he that was supposed been to huge. be out
1: for longer. He was supposed to be out for longer, though. I mean, but yeah, right. I, hindsight is twenty twenty, Rob.
0: Initially, he was supposed to be out for longer, but I think even last week, he, you know, it's you know, he was getting pushed up fast. He had worked uh, in the bullpen, you know, catching bullpens and taking swings, and uh, I guess. The rehab went quick and he got up quick. And um I did get him in an online championship, 184 to to 144. So okay,
1: that's um, good. That's I good. yeah,
0: I emptied it out. It's actually a team that I had him on. <laughs> um yeah, I drafted him in JTR, It was kind of like a little pocket catcher type team, um, which right. I like doing a lot and it's just like a set it and get it type of situation, you know?
1: Right, right, right.
0: And um, so but I got him back. And um, i was surprised yeah, too because you got uh, one,
1: one place, one place.
0: Um I'm I'm a point behind Anthony Gialdi and if, obviously he's a you know big KC guy, so I uh I almost thought I had to go more. I don't know if he was the backup bait. I didn't ask him, um, but it's it's funny when you know your competitors and you kind of know who they're fans of and you're sure. playing in the league and it's, it's, uh, it was something that I, that I had to, you know, take into account more than, more than usual. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I um, He's
1: going to go heavy after Perez, right?
0: I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. And he might've been the backup bait. I haven't asked him yet, but, um, but, and yeah, Efrost was definitely a guy who I thought was just going to, you know, basically be my Kyle Finnegan of this year where, you know, um they trade <laughs> they trade their two top, you know, relievers and he steps into saves, which I think would still be would have been the case if he stayed there. But maybe they keep Givens. So now Givens might even though I probably think he gets on the move too, but um so probably looks like it's gonna be Rowan Wick maybe if if all the relievers could are gone.
1: It could be but I mean, but I'm just hoping for
0: it? I'm just hoping for E. Frost to outpitch Clay Holmes this week and take over the job.
1: Okay,
0: okay, that's what I'm rooting for. And then I have the Yankees closer. There you go. Or that's or or, or maybe Lou Louis Sweet Lou Trevino dominates <laughs> Clay Holmes this week, and the two main events where I have him on, he he becomes the new Yankee closer. Yeah, so right. I'm rooting for a new Yankee closer even though I still think that it's going to end up in Chapman's hand. I actually had a couple of bids for Chapman in two, but I got outbid yeah. in both of the leagues for him.
1: Yeah, um, he wasn't available in our leagues, but... Um, yeah, but I, 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 I took a I, shot. There's, there's definitely a not non-zero chance that Chapman... His last three outings have been pretty good, and Holmes is, you know, he's been worked hard. I think he's uh, he's just a little tired. They, they need to dial him back a little.
0: It um, seems like when he can't... Um, when he really loses track of that sinker, it's really gone. Like yeah. It's,
1: well, it's, it's, it's his location, you know. He just.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Throw- it's not every game, but the game no. that it happened, it seems to be like really troublesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, he throws that sinker really hard, and you know, it's not to completely surprising that occasionally he's going to be have trouble getting it into the zone, but. um it's nasty when it gets in there, but he's got to be able to throw strikes with it.
0: I think um, it's going to be interesting to monitor in these hot months how much less a ball or how much more a ball is traveling for pitchers who have seen a lot of movement differences this year. Right, you right. know, because um, you know, once the humidor in a new park, uh, once it warms up, it might just move a lot differently you know and and i think it's something to track i know a lot of guys um look at stuff like that and it helps i think it's a big edge that you could find if you are noticing that um you know a pitcher has a lot less vertical break or a lot less run on their you know on their fastballs or their sinkers uh you know because that can change their whole profile you know
1: yeah yeah and it could be, I, be
0: some something from a like, you know, maybe you're hitting the spot perfect, but now it's just inching right over the plate a little right, more. Right, or, right,
1: right. or
0: maybe you're pitching a contact and now the ball is slipping out of the zone and no one's chasing it. And, you know, so obviously yeah, I mean,
1: we, we don't really have any track record for how these humidors in every park affect the baseball in all kinds of weather.
0: Right. So, like anything, anything that you're going to speculate on just has to be like a gut call, like, you know, right. this looks real or, which is, you know, why it's really, you know, like when I look at box scores, I just kind of try to browse that and the pitcher breakdown, just how much the ball's moving. Obviously, when you look at a Colorado one, you know, a visit in pitching, it's going to be a lot different from their norms. But, you know, if you could just, you know, point out simple things, uh, and differences in the way a ball is moving. It's uh, you know, it could lead to uh some good things or it can lead to you completely overanalyzing everything, which <laughs> I think I've done more than it helping me out. But
1: well, yeah, um, but as team. you mentioned,
0: timer Condolario too. I uh I yeah. scooped him I scooped him up in one league that he was available. I got him okay. actually eight eighteen to sixteen, which I'm super okay. happy about that. I needed that third base upgrade. Um yeah, I like what he's doing. He dove for that ball and got hurt and hurt his shoulder, but he, he kind of, like, I read an article where he kind of said, like, it was, like, almost, he said, like, the the last draw or something, like, maybe the shoulder was hurting him, you know, all year, and that was just, like, kind of right. something that put him right. over the edge. But, yeah, I mean, he's been really hot. Obviously, you don't expect him to be you know, no, super not. hot. and But, um you know, last – uh. See, last 14 days, four homers, six runs, nine ribbies, you know, batting 333, you know, five barrels, four homers. That's not gonna keep up like that. But
1: no, uh, no, but but he hit, his, not, uh, yeah, he hit his uh yeah, he hit a one oh
0: nine, he hit a ball one oh nine one, which is his hardest ball of the year. He hit that just recently. So um and then uh, another guy whose uh pull percentage is is was dipping early in the year, and uh he's got that creeping back up. Um to not historic levels but kind of like a low side average for him so and um all the other metrics are kind of getting back into his norm like his own contact and his own swing so i think Condolario, i don't think he's going to blow the doors off but i think anyone who liked him preseason and anyone who's buying into him you know becoming that guy again now is just you're just looking for that solid everyday pt um right. good average and the occasional pop and um yeah. i think right now i could i sorely need that from third base so i'm hoping yeah. he he keeps it up for sure
1: yeah he's going to be in the lineup he's going to give you some production and even if he's not on fire he should be he should be pretty good that's so that's uh that's not a bad ad in, in a main event league um, right
0: Um. What about Victor Robles? Did you uh, guys have a chance to get him?
1: <laughs> uh no, he's not uh on the top of my list, but I I don't even know if he was available. Um he he just always seems to uh be, be good and then you know for a week and then that's about it.
0: Yep, yep. Um Who else did I scoop up this week? I got um I streamed a Darren Ruff for his Monday to Thursday.
1: Oh yeah, Uh, we have him one place, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Leading off tonight, which is, you know, pretty cool to see. But I dropped Jock Peterson because he's just been really bad and he's I think the schedule for the next three weeks is just a ton of lefties coming up as well, on top of the concussion, which is Straight up, you know, a lot of the uh, a lot of the Twitter memes, like you know, with a uh, white man can't jump, like him missing the dunk, you know, like <laughs> he really had no athleticism on that, on that jump to try to rob that ball. But, um, right. you know, th- this weekend, if he makes it back this weekend, they only have two games, and then next week they play the Padres um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, facing Snell and Mania. So, you know, he may be looking at one and a half type of game there. And then the weekend, they play three, but one game is facing a lefty. So I didn't really see a path to, like, using him in the next two, three weeks. On top of him being really cold. So Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. You know, I liked what he gave me so far this year. Um, But uh, time to move on.
1: Time to move on. You got to do it. You got to be tough. You got to be tough.
0: Yeah, Uh and I speculated on Taylor Clark of the Royals. Um, I just Uh liked his overall profile as well. I liked the... I kind of like, like those starters turning into relievers type of situation. I don't know if they're going to move Barlow, but this is, you know, if it's only a buck and if they, if, if Barlow stays there, I, I, I get rid of him next he week. Should so. still
1: get, he should still get save opportunities, even if Barlow's there.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. But I I, I kind of think I won't, I won't really start him unless he's the guy, you know, um, uh-huh. it's just my kind of outlook on, on that, because I don't think I really want to use that, uh, I got you, the King City closer. Yeah, yeah. But in in that league though, is there might be a, a point where I just, you know, push in seven closers for a couple of weeks to tr or seven spec oh. guys, you know, plus closers to try to uh make uh make some ground in in uh in saves. It's it's gonna have to happen at some point, but hasn't yeah, happened yet. Yeah. Um yeah, the um I pop in big for Spencer Howard for two fifty one. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, I didn't expect
1: that. I yeah, didn't I expect didn't.
0: That. I know that was uh, that was I think a real. That was, a, uh, that
1: was in one of our leagues. That was in one of our leagues.
0: Oh, it was, was it?
1: Two, yeah, two fifty one. It's um, really
0: that's a lot. I mean, I like I liked his two step, and I've I've liked him all year. I I think in the beginning of the year I thabbed him in my main in my auction league more than it should be allowed to do but uh <laughs> um but uh in one league i really just need to like lower my ratios a little bit and i kind of didn't want to take that chance that you know he would blow it up or just keep it on a bad path and, and then no league I really didn't need any starters so but i did have some eyes on him and i did have some bids on the bottom right, of, right, uh, right. the bids but for falter one 251, and, 251 yeah. is not
1: i mean no I just, no i think that's a bad assessment of the market even if you wanted spencer howard
0: yeah yeah he, yeah like he, i have to have some inside info we don't know about
1: but yeah, uh... well, i don't, so i don't know so yeah if you flip <laughs> down to the uh century uh club
0: mm-hmm. there
1: were eight guys that got a hundred or more bids including uh, salvador perez and spencer howard there was one chris taylor purchased that was your favorite player jared kelnick got one bid of 169 um Ian Anderson who pitched a, a good game last time out. Maybe he's back, who knows? Um, he got a, a century bid. Uh Luis Garcia of San Diego, Michael Waka of Boston. Wow. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be in favor of that pickup for a hundred dollars. And then Frank Schwindel. Maybe was that was that the guy that's in your league that's uh Schwindy City or whatever?
0: Schwindy City, yep. That's the guy in my league. Yep.
1: But but did did he pick up Frank Schwindel for one on one?
0: I'm no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Hold on, let me check. I thought, that, I
1: thought that's what he was waiting for because he had nine ninety eight. You said.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Good point. I I, I totally. Let's see, Schwindy City.
1: Is he made, uh, has he made a move yet?
0: Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. nine ninety
1: eight as of a couple of weeks ago?
0: No, it wasn't him. I, I mean, nope. Nope. Yeah, still it's nine Let's see. I'm going to league home. I just checked the FAB results. League home. Shwindy City. That is the other main. All right, hold on.
1: Nine.
0: Oh, just slipping. I can't stand to look at these. The
1: world, the world wants to know how many FAB dollars he has.
0: Shwindy City. Um. let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's see. Windy City has 998. Pretty <laughs> solid. He's got 83 and a half points. He's sixth. And he has he's to, he's sixth bombs. in the
1: main event. That's Is almost just, seems like, it almost seems like somebody bet him that he couldn't finish in the top half of the league.
0: You know well, what? I think you're right. And 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 you know what? <laughs> I I would want to try a bet like that with someone, not obviously pay for the whole uh, league,
1: You don't want to pay seventeen hundred dollars to do that.
0: No, 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 no. I could try that in a smaller league for sure. But
1: yeah, yeah.
0: if someone like, yeah, I don't know. That's a pretty interesting situation. He could just. I wonder if he's got a good enough stream path to just you know get into like. Get into, you know, get get into the money somehow. If he uh.
1: You know, what would be would be more interesting to me. Would be if you said I'm gonna enter this league. Let's say an online league. And you said, I'm, I'm only going to pick up guys for $1, right? And I'm going to use my draft, whoever I draft, and I'm going to pick up guys for $1 or, or nothing. And uh, I'm going to see if I can win, you know, cash in the league. That would be more interesting than 9.98 in a main event. But, you know, because um, I think you might have a chance at, at some of these dollar pickups um, to pick up guys especially in, in a 12, but anyway. Um, so that the average main event team left, Rob, is uh, is down to 177. Uh, and uh, that is actually two, almost 2% ahead of last year when it was like 808. So we're spending more uh, as of last, uh, as of this, this FAB period, which is the 18th FAB period um and uh it was only about 177 left per team which really is probably more like 120 once you figure the teams that aren't going to spend their full fab like Schwindy city
0: <laughs> yeah i got 142 and 229 left them okay. Uh, okay
1: okay i got, got a good
0: mix i got a good mix
1: in the two that james and i have we are at let's see 150 and 251
0: okay yeah pretty similar pretty similar about
1: the same about the same we can we can spend 20 if we need to uh you know we can't spend 80 or 90 really but um anyway uh yeah i
0: have um i would have had a uh a lot less than that 229 if i would have um one so Anthony Dominguez got dropped in that league last week, oh, and yeah. I had a fifty-four dollar bid on him, and uh, yeah. I got outbid fifty-nine, fifty-four. So
1: okay, well, I mean, there there could be a player come along that you'd need to spend the fifty or sixty. It's just that valuable, and uh, if you win them, then you're going to be down lower, but you can still make it work.
0: There's still some good money left at at, at the top though in that yeah. league. So yeah. um, guys have some good amount of money left though. You know, Rob Silva is lurking in the back with four twenty-seven.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, know. What... Most of our leagues, there's there's several teams with over three hundred dollars of fat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they, those guys, uh, you know, if they really want to play, they're gonna go for it. Um, then back to the Coliseum, um, we had the four entrants. Rob uh, were Nolan Jones, Brian Bayo, Reed Detmers, and Brett Martin. So. um... I don't know if you looked at it, but uh, Nolan Jones, I gave a push. That was one in the middle. Um, Brent Bayo and Brett Martin, particularly Martin, were really bad. They were easy losses to score. Uh, Bayo was 876 ERA. Martin, 9.00 with two blown saves. It was just a bad week for him.
0: <laughs> yep. And
1: then um, the one win I gave was Reed Detmers, who has really looked good since he came back. Um, so, uh, and we do have him in a couple of places. So I'm happy for that. Um, he's, he's looked more like he was in spring training. Um,
0: yeah, so he well, looked great. That's more than a win. That's like a, that's well, a super yeah. win right there. That's a, that's a fantastic get. If you got him back, right. um, fantastic.
1: We, we had to drop him. I mean, once he was sent down, we had to drop him, but, but we did, uh, did get him, uh, so I'm happy, I'm happy for that one thing. Um, so the full year record is at 35% for good ads compared to 24% last year. And uh, the bad pickups are 42%, which is kind of getting closer to the bad pickups last year, which was 49. But yep. the, the good pickups are definitely ahead. So so good for the main event owners, I think. Um, And then the overall standings, Bob Katsarumpas still leading. He's not the fourth week in a row. Uh, Robert Cremitola is second. Scott Genstad third. Ben Tidd fourth. And Ned Donahue fifth. He's also 13th. He's also 16th. And he's winning all of those leagues. Fantastic. Wow. It's unbelievable. I mean, that's, I mean, Phil Dessau was uh, first and third last year. So that was unbelievable, but Ned could be threatening to beat that, and just in terms of the main event, at least. Um, yep. So I, I don't know what to tell you about that. He's he's just doing great. Um, mm-hmm. Scott Wagner sixth, Kyle Brinkman seventh, the upper tag team of Robert Murshak and Ian Connor eighth, Leonard Ringel ninth, and look who's in tenth, Rob John Posma. Hmm. He's uh. He's a machine. He's a machine.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: He's got, um, I want to drop down to the end to tell you what he's, what he's doing. He's um, got two first, one second, one third in main events. That's just main events. Um, so four top three places. Unbelievable. And, Unbelievable.
0: Uh, a, yeah. <laughs> fantastic.
1: I don't know. There's, there's a lot of a lot of really good uh, players and they're all listed at the very end of the article that is on spstreamer.com. It's a free article uh, so people can look it up. Um, and all the league leaders and the top three places for each league are listed as well, including a little more in-depth analysis of eight particular leagues that I tried to look at in depth for this week.
0: Yeah, I see. I see that. Average third place score just keep creeping up every week. It seems like it goes higher and higher. The the top three scores are definitely starting to settle into uh, some good spots. You know,
1: right, right. You got to be, you got to have a a hundred points almost to really in most leagues, um, to to be in there. There there were a couple leagues that I highlighted that were really close though. That there was one league where the first place team was ninety seven point five.
0: Yep. I don't know
1: if you saw that, but that's that's pretty amazing uh, that there was there was like five or six teams within nine points of the lead. Um, So uh, it's not for every league, but yeah, you need you need to be 100 points to be cashing at this point of the season. Usually,
0: yeah, I have the third highest third place score. Um and all the main events with a one fourteen point five, which is only two points off the average first place score. It just wow. sucks being a league where the yeah, yeah, you know, two guys are just completely crushing it. And yeah, you, you, you know,
1: got a, you got
0: uh, that's the Bobcats Rumpus League, right? League, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, Bobcats Rumpus and um, Bradley Lubos, who's really uh, really sharp. And I think I always say, but like he kind of likes the same guys I like. So yeah.
1: I know, um, I
0: know. Yeah, but, um, you know, I was just like, that's what I was doing. I was looking at the average first place score, and I'm like, man, I'm like, the team, my third place team is is not far off with that average. Right, but,
1: right, 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 right. Uh,
0: of course, that has Uh-oh. to be like that, but what are you going to do?
1: You're, that's life. Keep, keep, keep putting, putting the effort in, Rob. You're still having a good year. <laughs> you got a second and a third in the main event. And I know you're doing well in some other leagues outside of the mains. So uh, nothing to be ashamed of, ashamed of my friend
0: yeah I know I know it's just uh if you ain't first, you'll last, you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh once again, Todd, great job on the article and I know that you. you're you're going to try to hammer out um some maybe small articles while yeah you're maybe vacation. a small
1: update with the uh, like the lead the top 20 league leaders and maybe the the fab you know dollars spent and a couple of things like that. But uh, I'll be away for um, Sunday to Sunday, so I probably won't be able to do the full articles for the next two uh, Mondays.
0: Okay, all right. I'm actually going to have a co-host with me next week, and a guest. So um, good. I'm gonna have good, good. Going to have Jenny Butler taking your place. Oh She's my gonna... god. So, she's, gonna uh, knock, this, she, she, she's gonna knock you right out of a job, Todd. She, she, she's uh, she's, she's
1: too good, it's, it's gonna make me look bad.
0: She's gonna Wally Pip you for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to get Jenny on too, so I thought it be uh, a perfect time. Because... She's a very
1: good player, she's solid. I, I would uh, would highly recommend that everybody listen to her, yeah, uh, insights.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna, I know she's so busy, I'm gonna, so it's 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 always good to get her on, and uh, I yeah. I enjoy I enjoy hearing her, her comments on players and 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 stuff uh, like yeah. that. So um, yep. yep. So she, she, she and, um, be
1: the, the Ohio point of view too.
0: Yes, yes, yes. She'll tell me about the um. The, uh, nachos over pasta that's so popular <laughs> in Cincinnati that I think is fucking disgusting, but or whatever it was, uh, beans over pasta. I, I, I forget what it was. It's like beef, right? Beef and like it's like a taco something. bowl, but over pasta or something like that.
1: Something, something, uh, important,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, but, um, yeah, awesome work, Todd. Thank you so much, and uh, yeah. have fun, and uh, good luck, good luck in these, in these coming weeks. This is this is uh. The start of the final stretch run, for sure.
1: Yeah, we're we're into it. It's August, so uh, I think the next few weeks are going to be pretty critical.
0: Where are you going to be tomorrow when Jacob Agrom throws a no hitter in six <laughs> innings?
1: I'll still be here in New York tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, so
0: all right, I'll,
1: I'll see the uh, the Mets free agent acquisition uh, in per, you know on TV.
0: So excited! I'm so excited. Right. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I tweeted out a picture of um it's it's um it's only like one of those fifty leagues, the the NFC fifty leagues, but when I drafted it, I um I, I I drafted like some unique builds in that in in that format. Um so um I I started with Garrett Cole in the first round and um I took the Grom in the second round. And I was like, you know what? Let me try this Dalton Del Don, you know, like kind of. <laughs> so I um I have Cole Gram Bieber, Dylan Cease, You Darvish. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um oh, I God. yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty crazy team. Um the funny thing is that it's doing really well. Okay. Um it is, let's see, I think I'm want to make sure this is the team. Um this is what I'm in 23rd overall. What Um, type of
1: league? I'm sorry. What type of league is this?
0: This is the NFBC 50 which is like a draft champion but 12 yeah
1: 50 the 50 i I know what you're talking about yeah yeah
0: so 50 round draft and hold um i'm 23rd overall uh and but it's um it's not gonna happen for me because i have like Nine saves. <laughs> so <laughs> even though I took all these pictures, I didn't get um I didn't draft closers like as aggressively as I should have. I I mean it's not like I don't have any. It's just that um, you know, I, I, I picked Floro. Um see Floro, Matt Barnes, Kittridge, Ian Kennedy. Um, so it was like a, you know, try to scrap some. Um, later on, you know, so but I thought Floro would be good for some. But if he happens to get the job back, oh, 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 and a, and Colomay was another guy, so I tried to oh, throw yeah. it together late. Um, again, it's just you know, it's cool when you just try like just try different builds and see how sure, it works. Sure,
1: sure. I'm
0: so excited to have that come together for a week with the a grom Cole sees Beaver Darvish is just uh. Really, that be, uh,
1: that should be a lot of firepower there,
0: buddy. Yeah, I do I have Heaney, Tyler Aniston, Detmers, and Pavetta <laughs> in this week. That's the nine starters I have. So, oh my
1: God.
0: yeah, I just went all in on the pitching, but um, it's super, uh, super excited. It's probably it's one of the only spots I have to have the gum, so I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah. And uh, and uh, as a meth fan, soak it in. Um,
1: yeah, sure, in. sure,
0: yeah. All right, Todd, good stuff.
1: All right.
0: Thank you, Rob. I'll talk 10%. to you in a couple of weeks. All right. Sounds good, buddy. Thanks. All right, all righty, folks. Thanks for checking out another pull hitter podcast. Really appreciate all the feedback, all the love, all the ratings and reviews. Love you guys so much. Um, sending out a couple of stickers and magnets right now as we speak to someone who left a great review. Um, so really appreciate that. And um, yeah, um going to come at you with some other podcasts going forward. Of course, we're going to do the main event podcast. Um with uh, some special guests next week and the week after that and uh, trying to keep plugging in, maybe trying to get back to find some time and to do the lineup pod um, for the weekend this week. So um, hopefully I can get that up. Um, If not, come up with something else to uh, fill in the week. So look out for that in the week and um, enjoy the week and um, don't be bags of shit.